Tabletop Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Tabletop Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's taste. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of taste the dragons the toddcast the video game podcast that all you gunsmith cats listen to this week it's another bonus episode everyone really bonus bonus surprised what who would have thought who would have thought we'd be here y'all bonus episode number eight i believe yeah. If we were a corporation and we were giving out bonuses the way we are giving out <laughs> bonus episodes, we would be one of the most gratuitous like corporations ever. Yeah. We would have the happiest employees, but we'll be broke by like next month. <laughs> Literally. Oh, how much longer do we have left? Uh, minus 80 hours. We should have closed like two weeks ago. <laughs> it's fine. We'll just cl- declare bankruptcy. It's fine. It's fine. You <laughs> oh, you mean Nature's bonus like... Over. You mean bonus like extra hours. I was thinking bonuses like like work bonuses like extra money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extra money. Extra money. Oh, but no extra hours. No, no, definitely no, no, not. No, okay, no, thank no extra you. hours. No. Only, only oh, cash. Of course not. <laughs> oh, <well>. Uh-oh. <laughs> what business are we a part of? Again? Well, you see, we don't have money, so our bonuses come in the form of content. That's ah. right. Ah. That's a great way to put it there, Does that Amanda. mean that all our listeners work for us? <laughs> Uh, I mean, kind of. I don't know. Think about it. Guys, I don't like this analogy anymore. Let's move on. We <laughs> were prize, <for> everybody. <laughs> Send your W-2s in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that set up, so you all going to have a 1099. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Enjoy them taxes. Oh. Enjoy tax season. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey, guys. Uh, so I do have a question for you all, yes, like normal. Yes. I live for these questions, Brian. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. So Space Jam, A New Legacy came out last week. Okay. And I'm sure most people did not know because uh, nobody went and see that movie. Aww. What are you talking about? It's a cinematic masterpiece. I, I did know about it, I, I, but I still haven't seen it. <laughs> it, it is on our HBO. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's how I watched it. So I watched it on HBO. And if you look at it through the lens of Space Jam 1, it's okay. actually a perfectly fine, like it's a great okay. sequel to okay. Space that's Jam. That's a great okay. way to, to look at it. That's how I look at it. But so during the middle of it, uh, they have to kind of collect the Looney Tunes again. Okay. Uh, but they're in different movies, like different oh, movie universes. Such a good Fun. premise. So if you guys happen to be in a different movie universe, uh-huh. what would you like to be in? A movie universe. Like, yes. what would I be up to? Lord of the Rings. I want to be in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> nice. I'm yeah, just going to put my, my, my cap and the, my Lord of the Rings cap in the ta- center of the table. Yeah. yeah. Where, would we, where would we be finding you in this in the Lord of the Rings universe? Like, oh. we're looking for you. Like, where, how, where do we stumble upon? I want to say drinking with the elves. <laughs> <laughs> they do not want me there. <laughs> she just won't leave, guys. <laughs> it's so good, guys. We're just like best friends. I don't really feel like I always like kind of belong here. I don't know. Just, it just, I don't, shh. We're all out of ale and she still won't leave. This is fine. <laughs> she wants to braid our hair. It's going to look really good. No, I can do a fishtail braid. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. Well, I got nothing else to do with the thousand years of my life. Might as well. But that does look really really pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) She does a good job. I can't can't, can't say anything. She does a good job. (laughs) Uh, For myself, I would actually love to be an undercover brother. You guys have seen that movie. Like your favorite movie, man. It's my favorite movie, and I want to be Neil Patrick Harris. 
I want to be. He's the token white guy. Okay. (laughs) And that's who I want to be because I love that movie and I loved his character. It's what helped revitalize his career in Hollywood. Surprisingly enough, it was that, then Harold and Kumar, and and then it was took it off. Broadway. Broadway, I've never seen that. Oh, it's such a good movie. Uh, both movies are pretty good. I would like to to rewatch Undercover Brother to see how it holds up these days. I am a fan of Eddie Griffin, so I think I think I'll be all right. Yes, yeah, it's it, it does black exploitation very well. Right, it's like a parody. It's a parody of it, and I think it does it very well. Uh, but yeah, that's where I would love to be in. Um, I think, I think I would like to be part of the uh, Candace Cameron Berg Hallmark Christmas Time movie <laughs> universe. Okay. What? What? Yeah, so, there's who a, is uh, this? <laughs> Candace Cameron Burr played uh, DJ um, Tanner yes. on Full House. Yeah, okay. and now she's kind of like been relegated to just playing like Christmas time movies on the Hallmark relegated. Channel. Oh. <laughs> As if she was in the army of '90s sitcoms. Yeah. She was in the military. Well, I mean, come on, it's just you know, it's a smaller paycheck. I, it was, I mean, yeah, it was her knows? and maybe Urkel. She's, maybe she's making bank over at Hallmark, right? Maybe she's really but, happy, yeah. guys. In the Every single one of these movies, it's always Christmas, and the problems seem so mundane. Like, they could easily be fixed. Like, if my worries and my problems in life were the worries and problems that they have, I would be, yo, smooth sailing. Like, it would not be that bad. So that's the that's the universe that I would want to be part of. I like it. I like it. I'm just imagining that you, you're walking down the street and they're like, oh, no, Hassel, you have to get your project in by Monday, but you also have a date with that lady who lives across the street. What are you going to do? Exactly. See? And I'm just going to be like, all right, well, then I'll just work an extra couple of hours. It's really not that bad. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get myself a Christmas tree. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they're like, oh, my God, Hassel, you're a fashion designer in New York City and you fell in love with this man who's totally country. What are you going to do? And I'm like, well, work remotely. <laughs> Obviously. Just all of your movies are seven minutes long. It's the buildup of the problem. And then you're just being like, no, I'm just going to call him and ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like the seven minute yeah. horror oh. movies where he does the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just walk out the yeah. house. <laughs> oh, the guy I'm interested in is emotionally unavailable. Oh, I'll just find someone else. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I think uh, I'm really torn. I'd either want to be in the librarians universe or the mummy universe. What's a librarian? So the librarians is like, uh, uh, it's like the mummy only there. There's like five people. (laughs) It's kind of like Doctor Who without the time travel. Okay. Yeah, they, all right. they go all that over the like world. Fun. There's a librarian who's like this this person who kind of knows how to use everything everywhere, and like they're just that learned of things. Okay. And they it learn was how a, to... a movie. Or it's TV a movie okay. universe in like I think it's and FX TV or... series now. Yeah, yeah but it's a TV series. Oh my God. Yeah. But the Mummy has Brendan Fraser. That's in why it. I think so... the Mummy's winning yeah. because it has Brendan Fraser in it, mm. and I really like Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Let's let, okay. So you need to do me a favor. If you are going into the mummy universe, you need to put in a good good word with me with Rachel Wise because that was my childhood crush. <laughs> she is beautiful and she's so cute in that movie. And she's a librarian, and yeah, that's yeah, a dope yeah. job. You get the best yeah. of both worlds, right? You do. I, you know what? I think the mummy universe. That's where I'm at. Where would you like to be in the mummy universe? Like, who would you like to be? Someone specific, or would you like to just exist in that universe? Because I think if you're not a main character, the universe is pretty rough. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I would want to be one of the 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 pharaoh's guards that turn into like the people that watch over the mummy's tomb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think that's what right. I like. Yeah. If, yeah, I think that's where I want to. That's where I want to rock. Or I want to be part the of the secret system. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right? Great eyeliner. Right. They look cool. Odette Fair is awesome. So yeah, um, I think I'm going Mummy Universe. Nice. And he's in all three movies, so you're probably going to make right? it. Oh yeah, you're fine. You're right? fine. I'm over here like, oh, maybe The Godfather, but too violent. And then I'm like, oh, maybe Madagascar, but I'm like too smelly. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I would actually go with something a little more recent. I would go with uh, the Wandaverse. I would be in, oh. in WandaVision. I want to be one of those denizens Ooh. in that town that uh, is have is mind control, just living up there. <laughs> I don't know, mailman life or whatever it is I'm going to be. Uh, yeah. I don't care. And but 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 specifically, like that's fine. Like I'm in there, I'm safe, I'm doing my thing. Uh, but now that it, it it ended, like Wanda knows that, and I have like a superhero in my back pocket. She <laughs> owes me one, and I know in my mind I'm gonna want it to be like, oh, I'm I'm about to get in a car crash, or whoa, I'm I need uh, something dire is gonna happen. I'm gonna call in my favorite from Wanda, but really it's gonna be like, hey, I forgot to go to the grocery store. I need some more eggs. <laughs> I'm be like, oh. Wanda, be like, this is your one. Boop. I'm like, like worth it. I like that we all picked a different genre. Like, like you went with like a sitcom, and then Brian went with like a comedy, and Hassel went with like a rom com, and then I went with like uh, an adventure. Oh, I guess Joe and I both went adventure. Yeah, we, we went adventure. But mine was fantasy adventure, and right. hers was historical adventure. Right. So <laughs> I'm just saying, if we were in the Looney Tunes Space Jam, it would be very diverse. Oh, it absolutely yeah. would. You're yeah. right. You're right. It would be good. It would be good. So yeah, that was uh, um, um, that was great. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> the different, like you said, the different universes. Yeah, we're nailing it, nailing it. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Let's get into the main topic, the main event, which <laughs> ding, is ding, ding. yeah, <laughs> um, which is, are you ready to mobile? <laughs> and so we're going to be talking about mobile AR games, the augmented reality. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about those types of games like Pokemon Go, Mm -hmm. The Witcher, which just came out. Yeah, uh, Witcher Monster Slayer and the Harry Potter Go Find Beast game. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, Ingress, I think. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Minecraft as well. Like, they've had a bunch of them since Pokemon Go came out. Uh, Who can, like, break down augmented reality games? Like, at its base, what what are these games? How would we explain that? So what these, these games are, they're based in real life, basically. So it, is it this deals real with life? it's real life. Mm, uh, no, this what, is a podcast. <laughs> oh. And so it is it deals with like actual maps. So it takes the real world, but it creates like a fantasy universe inside of it. Mm-hmm. And so in order to do anything with it, you have to actually physically go to different places and do things. How dare they? Versus just, you know, sitting on your couch and doing whatever. <laughs> I mean, you can still kind of do it. You just won't get a lot of levels. <laughs> right, uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, but no, that's what it is. So it's 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 based in the real world, but it has it's augmented. It has yeah. additional features that happens with yeah. it. Fantastic technology. Yes, and so the very first one, as far as I know, was Ingress. Yes, um, and so that was made by Niantic. Yeah, and so it was kind of like a I think it's like what a spy. Yeah, it's it it is a spy game, and I think it was even like an experiment. They were really just trying. Niantic was really just trying to test out their technology of this kind of augmented reality mapping system and they used a game to 
kind of trick people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they didn't, but like they kind of did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What they did was they were just like, hey, we have a great idea for a game. Yeah. You guys want to do all the work. And they just like. <laughs> yeah. Literally <laughs> just gave it to the consumer. And it's uh, definitely like high fantasy technology, sci-fi spy stuff. There's like you know, like like the liberated thinkers and like the resistance, the enlightened. It's the enlightened versus the resistance, and it's very much like Empire Rebels type stuff. And oh, okay. you you eat, but no, there's no real clear bad side. But how how did how did they make you work to play this game? So like you pick your side, and then they have at least in Ingress's uh, 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 gameplay, they have actually like like places of interest that are art based, like statues. Okay. Or whatever, and you go there, and there's like a portal that opens up, and then you have to do some mobile stuff. I don't, I don't know exactly. But yeah. You play the game there, okay. and pretty much you like it's almost like a big tug of war. You're you're like tugging whatever the points are, whoever's winning to your side. Okay. And the other team is constantly trying to pull it okay. the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the way that they make the user do all the work is, you know, obviously it's an entire globe, and they can't cover everything. So they just have they have the users go out and go, hey. What's something that's cool in your area? What do you think oh, should be cool. areas in this? And so they take pictures yeah. of it, send it into them, be like, "Hey, listen, I think this should be an area." Boom. And then somebody from the company will go in and be like, "All right, there's nothing. There's no other areas around that. So yeah, that's fine. The picture looks good. Let's and then go. they just use that data for Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. That's exactly uh-huh. what they did. Uh-huh. That is to make millions. Sure that's what exactly what they did. Yeah. That is exactly. And what I happened. know. Like it, the the Ingress game is also free, like the other games are, or the, mm-hmm. the freemium. So the, I know they paid money. Like consumers paid money into that. The one that were really yeah. into that game. So they literally paid for other people to get. <laughs> what was crazy about Ingress is it became such like a phenomenon at that time because technology like it hadn't existed before and there were less rules as to how you play as since they were kind of making up as they go. Things got cutthroat out there. People running across streets, people getting into fist fights. I remember at one point, I think we talked about it on this podcast years and years ago. electrocuted? yes. Yep. Yes, there was a thing what? and somebody there was a thing that was behind a fence. And so the opposite team rigged the fence so that it would be electrified. They put like a bootleg thing on it so that if another team tried to open the fence or get around, they would actually get shocked. That's where this game went. Yeah. It, that it is dedication and that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would ever do that for a Pokemon, but man, does that sound epic. <laughs> they, w- they got deep in that game and they were like, no, we're doing spy stuff, y'all. We're actually doing real life spy stuff. In this. <laughs> yeah, because you're spies. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot to mention You are spies on either side. Yeah, exactly. And this is before they implemented this the- game. Was it Kevin McAllister? <laughs> Paint buckets and nails on stairways. <laughs> but. You know, from from that very first game, Ingress spawned many other games, um, and, and the newest one being The Witcher. Was it Monster Slayer? Yes, Witcher Monster Slayer. Awesome! And so that one literally just came out also this week. It did. And new so really, new, new release. release. We're talking about games we're playing, guys. Is oh, this a normal episode? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> not yet. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, let's not let's not go too far. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but like this game just came out and it's another one of those augmented realities. However, it's set in the Witcher universe. So Maddie, you've been playing this probably the most out of all of us. So, uh, so explain it. I don't know why you would say that as I look down on the table and notice that I have a rot fiend that I haven't destroyed in my little circle. Um, <laughs> so you, you get to play as a Witcher, which is very exciting uh, for me personally, because uh, this is the first time they've introduced lady Witchers. Uh, it has been canon in the Witcher universe that women can't be Witchers, but then they were like, but what if girls want to play this game? And they're like, well, forget about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you walk around as a Witcher, which is a monster hunter. So you're going to hunt monsters on your augmented reality i think it's super cool because i see you like 
you well i'm looking at it right now so i can see a picture of my street but it's all witchery so instead of like a big road it's like a dirt road and instead of a school being across the street it looks like a swamp with these like like paths and stuff that i love um, that i love that so much but i'm basically going to fight monsters um and i can fight them with my finger and i can go slashy slash or um i can like use bombs and magic and oils and potions to make myself better at the slashy slash um and i if i'm really good i can just fight them outright but the the loop of the game is getting the right stuff to fight the right mm. monsters to get the right parts to make more stuff to fight more monsters um and then there's a story mode so like i feel like it, it's, it's got a lot going for it especially like like all of these games if you're a fan of the fandom then you're gonna get the fan service plus the game but the game itself isn't uh fundamentally different than than the other ones yeah like this one's different because so like in like Ingress, like Troy said, you have to do like certain spy stuff with like the portals and everything. Right. Uh, whereas like Pokemon Go, you catch Pokemon. This one, you're actually fighting monsters with a sword, mm-hmm. you know, using your finger, which I thought is, is kind of interesting. And this seems like a, like a nice solo experience. So you're yes. not necessarily doing this tug of war, or these factions. You're just playing your own game, which is very Witcher-like. I haven't gotten to level 10 yet. But I think I, I this is I have no reason to think this. If next podcast I'm wrong, I won't remember to apologize. So take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> I is, apologize now. In <laughs> I apologize in advance. Uh, there are trees in the game and you can't do the tree event. There's like these gnarled dead trees until you're level 10. Ooh. And I'm assuming that those are going to be like raids mm. and stuff. Because okay. that would make sense. Oh. You'd be high enough level to fight things with other people. But maybe not. Because okay. you're right. So far, it's been entirely solo. Like, I, I can send my friends gifts, but I'm mm-hmm. not interacting with anybody at all. Yeah. And it's and it's interesting because I've also been playing the game a little bit. However, I've been doing it like how you're not supposed to be doing it. I'm just sitting at home. <laughs> and then, like, one of the quests is, is like, hey, go find this dude's horse. And it gives you, like, an area, but it's like like half a mile away or a mile away. I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's still on my, on my screen where it's just like, Hey, why don't don't you go do this thing? Like, no, I'm just going to continue fighting. (laughs) I am enjoying it right now, but I can see that that's definitely what's going to start wearing down on me is because they keep sending me places that are across major roads. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not like, like I I go for a walk every day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like totally fine to like, Oh, you want me to go like a half mile out to go talk to an NPC and strangely stand in my neighbor's yard. Like, that's fine. I'm okay with being weird like that. But, like, how many times am I going to cross this, this uh, like, four-lane road? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I did one question. I, I crossed the road, and I got the story event, and then the, Im- the next story event was immediately back across the road. Because <laughs> like, a lot of these, these augmented reality games are, like, uh, promoting the idea of getting out of your house and yeah. walking to these different locations yes. and, like, getting yeah. good exercise and all of that. Uh, which I like, but but yeah, you're right. Sometimes the locations they put it in are like I don't feel safe going over there. That's like yeah. a like a like an alleyway with like between places, and it's like all right, I guess I'll go down here. I think Pokemon did it better because Pokemon did like like you mentioned they were like actual landmarks. So it was like go to this store, mm-hmm. go to this Starbucks, go to this park, go to this statue. So is this just like and a so far with The Witcher? I like I stood in front of someone's house earlier. Um, I was uh, I a lot of them have been bus stops, which I guess is okay. People are meant to be that there. That makes sense. But like uh, they weren't. They weren't places where I felt like I could just loiter. Like, I don't want to sit at a bus stop. What if the bus comes? I have, I have to, like, wave them away to be like, no, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't need you. I'm just playing a video game. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and the, the, bus driver, the bus driver's like, is that is that Monster Slayer? 
<laughs> yeah, you want to be friends? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it depends what level are you. <laughs> and, and yeah, the other thing that it does that's interesting is that it actually shows you things outside of your circle. Yeah. So in a lot of games, you know, Pokemon, all these other things, it's just like, hey, look, this is what's in your circle. And, you know, that's all that there is. You have yep. to kind of walk around in order yeah. to find out what's around it. Whereas this one, it actually shows you everything that's around it. You just can't tap on it until your circle is around it. Mm. Which is nice because, like, if you are, like, free form just walking around to get exercise, it's like, oh, you know, uh, I don't need a Kikimura right now, but there's a vampire over there, and I, I haven't gotten enough of this, so I'll go to the right now. And you can kind of, like, adjust your walking Right, because the other the component monsters. of this game is like collecting um, uh, ingredients and parts of monsters to make potions and oils and whatnot. So you you are incentivized to go fight different varieties of, of monsters, right? Yes, it's you might have to kill vampires in order to make ogre oil, and you might have to kill an ogre mm. for a quest. So you want to like, and then you need that oil to kill the ogre to get their parts to kill the vampire yeah. or whatever. Yeah, gotcha. interesting. Okay. I, at any point, are your oils deemed essential? <laughs> I would say your oils are always essential. Gotcha. Okay. And then you sell them online? Uh, no, but you can buy them from your not dandelion companion. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an MLM uh, somehow. <laughs> it always turns back into an MLM. It, it always um, does. I feel like, okay, so just full disclosure, I haven't played one of these AR games in a, quite a long time. Uh, okay. You know, I've... I kind of got rid of them on my phone because, like, I, I started not logging into it as often as possible, and then um, it, they just went away. Uh, I just re-downloaded Pokemon Go again, and the app looks a hundred times different than the last <laughs> time I opened it. Mind you, the last time I opened it was five years ago. So. Fair. Mm-hmm. It was the first summer that, you know, they, they came out with Pokemon Go. Oh. At the time, I was living in Los Angeles. Yes. And uh, I love the fact that, and Manda and Troy hit it on the head, where, like, it it had, like, it had you visit all of these different, like, uh, locales and, like, places that are, like, that were traditionally, like, you know, tourist spots or, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, monuments or things like that, like... Um, I remember uh, this is bef- the before times, before Gen Beep, so it never existed, it never <laughs> happened. But I was dating a girl at the time that was really into Pokemon Go. And I remember us driving from Malibu to Santa Monica <laughs> and driving like 10 miles oh, an you hour. Oh, went to the pier? Yeah. And just so going cool. through the pier and stuff like that. And like that sense of community at the time, because it was like three in the morning, but there were hundreds of people at the pier. Yeah. And everybody's just like, oh, my God, it's a Dragonite. And everybody's like running. <laughs> it yeah, was just. I, was, I it got was this. Uh, I got this sentiment, I think, from listening to a uh, friend of the podcast still loading when they were talking about Pokemon Go, where they mentioned that that summer, which I think was 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That summer was probably the closest to world peace we've ever gotten. <laughs> oh, yeah. As, as, as a world. Oh, oh, absolutely. Like there was like home, you know, like everybody's around at parks right right and so unfortunately there's also a lot of homeless around the parks but because everybody's all right there they started ordering them pizzas they started like doing all of this like community service even like as they're like walking around they're like picking up trash yeah doing (laughs) all these things just being lovely to each other it's it's it was such a beautiful time you could just i remember you would just be walking in whatever area you are the the beach or the boardwalk and you could kind of like point and like kind of 
look at, at how people were behaving and know they were also playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yep. It was the swiping. It was like the swiping <laughs> or like you're just kind of looking around or something. And it was just like, wow, instant like friends. I'm just happy. I'm just oh, yeah. happy. We're not ever going to talk to each other, but it's just this shared experience that we're all having. That's just so positive. I, I actually found that I was more likely to talk to them because like if I was walking down, I remember we were on the beach. Um, I was with uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, 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 3000 Brigade, Marlene, uh, and we had just caught uh, Ninetales, which was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, everyone we passed going back, if we could see they were playing, they're like, oh, by the way, two stores down is Ninetales. <laughs> we just we just told like 30 people on the way, but by the way, there's nine, and they would just like run, <laughs> run. run yeah. like, uh, but, but it'd be nice because then they trained like, oh, we, we caught a squirtle over there. I was like, oh, okay. okay the idea that that was happening, not just like nationwide, but like worldwide. Yeah. People yeah. were having these lovely positive moments. Oh, best part of 2016. Besides <laughs> us getting married, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not passed anyone playing The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that 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 first summer and actually really continuing on um was amazing every single time they released like a new batch of pokemon yeah like the next gen or something like that we would always go down to like hollywood beach because there was just all of these stops and yeah. all these and that's what a lot of people did so we would walk be walking down yeah. there and the people who weren't playing were the ones that were out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are, you, what are you doing here? Are you just walking? Uh, what is uh, wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> wasted, like they, wasting all those steps? Yeah. Yeah. If they didn't have an extra battery pack, you knew they weren't in on it. They were like, <laughs> yeah. what are you even doing, bro? Oh, yeah. the extra the, battery packs. <laughs> look at all the eggs they could be hatching. Yeah, right. right? In all, oh. That first summer, that's right. All the, all the extra battery packs were selling out everywhere. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You, could, you couldn't buy battery packs or you know, extra cell phone chargers anywhere. Because you could play so, it for like 20 minutes, then your phone was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I have a theory. Okay. okay. So about a year to a year and a half after the this summer of Pokemon Go was when uh, the whole iPhone battery thing came out where like the batteries were like slowing down and stuff like that. I feel like it is in direct correlation with how much people <laughs> use their batteries yeah. during Pokemon Go. Yeah. Of course you I'm going to blame Pokemon Mr. Go. Mr. Apple. Mr. Yeah. Apple. <laughs> Talking from the man Just over there. Pull. Jeez. Yeah. You didn't yeah. intentionally slow down your batteries in order to sell more phones. It was Pokemon Go. Just blame it, it on was, Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to blame it on you nerds. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it, it could be though. It could be. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably a good theory, but no. <laughs> uh, but Joe and I have actually been playing pretty consistently since that first year. Uh, myself, actually. So it was, it was interesting because when it first came out, I was heavily into it. Joe was okay into it. Yeah, she was like, you know, she was in it, but she wasn't really. really I was in really it. looking forward to the game from the very first teaser they ever put out. Yes, like I was hyped for this, and mm. I had friends that were in Japan, and their place was like, "Hey, the beta is going on." And the place, I'm like, "Oh, how do I get into that? I want to be in." Right. And then it came out, and I think I really just enjoyed being around people playing more than yeah. playing because I just loved seeing people being nice to each other, <laughs> and it didn't matter what walk of life you were from. Like everybody was so kind, and like there was people who would walk around with extra battery packs. Just walking around Aww. with them to like share with other people so they could play too. There's like one fella had a backpack that was one of those like ice freezer things and he kept water in it and he would walk up and down <laughs> different places and be like, oh, you look you look like you're, you're not doing so well. Do you need some water? I have extras with me. It was like, Amazing. this is just, it was like just beautiful people everywhere. I loved it. It was like everyone was being kind and I so, but I wasn't like as hyped about catch the Pokemon. Yeah, I, I didn't. I was I was into it, but I wasn't like I need everything. Yeah, right. so I, so I was heavily into it. I'm like, yes, uh, this is my jam. I am so happy <laughs> with this. So I like I was into it for like 
like six months to a year, like heavily into it. Joe was like, okay into it. She was still playing with me, but you know, she was, it wasn't her thing. And then something happened at like that year mark where it just flipped. <laughs> Joe was in it to win it. And I was just like, I mean, this is a good game, but I mean, you know, it's, it's been like a year. You know? <laughs> they added gyms and oh, I got right. a really big kick out of taking down a gym and leaving it gray. So anybody could put something in it. Like, I didn't care, so it just didn't matter She was matter chaotic neutral. I was chaotic neutral, always. <laughs> and it was so fun taking down gyms that were, like, stacked with blissies because people were jerks. And, and it was like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay, I'll sit here for 15 minutes and take the whole thing down, and I'm not even going to put something at it. Ha! And I'm sure they just came back and put more blissies in it, but I don't care. It was still fun. I, yeah. I love that game. I still play almost every day now. You do? I, and nice. I, I, I go in and out of kicks. Like, I'll, I won't play for a few days, and then I'll play for, like, three months, and then I won't play for a few days. It was an interesting game in that it's it was a game that you had to play with other people now you had yeah. to but you mainly play with other people and then when the pandemic happened they had to adjust because oh, yeah. people couldn't go outside anymore right. and they didn't want people to go outside no. in, in the game they're like just stay home like hey you know whatever uh so they actually had to make quality of life changes inside the game itself so that way you could still play the game properly even though you're just at home. Now right. the Pokemon come to you. And it, it, like they <laughs> oh, started yeah. giving away a whole bunch of different things. They started doing, um, you know, you can now uh, catch Pokemon that are further away from you. You could do all these different things with the gyms. And it was actually really nice of them to do. To actually like I bet it was also yeah. fresh because you've kind of been playing the same loop for a little while. It I, was. I'm sure it was interesting just to have a, a different style of play. Oh, it 100% was. And uh, yeah, like there's, they, they, they've toned some of that stuff down now. But and I think they're going to tone it down even more as things go on. Uh, But I really wish they would have kept some of it because it's Mm. just so nice to have those quality of life changes. Some options. There are also some people that like, uh, like I was playing The Witcher today Mm -hmm. and I was walking around and I was like, this is not a kid's game because like you're asking me to walk over here. And I was like, if I wouldn't be able to do that if I was a kid, just walking in certain areas. But if I was like four and I wanted to play Pokemon or if I was, maybe not four, but maybe I was like eight and I wanted to play Pokemon, my parents aren't going to bring me to the park every day so I can play Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But it would be nice to be able to like play on the iPad uh, from home if I, if I wanted to. Yeah, I agree. Uh, So yeah, the, the game is still really great. Uh, One of my favorite memories is, so every single year they have Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to ask about. Can yeah. you explain what it is? And then one just ended, right? Yes. Uh, yes. One just happened. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. happened. So it's, it's Pokemon Go Fest is a celebration of the anniversary of the release of Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon Go, I mean. Uh, so every single year when it first started in Chicago, which is where Niantic is based, they would like get the entire park and turn into a giant Pokemon thing. That's awesome. Like set it up really things is. in the park. You know, like all these inflatables and they would have special <laughs> things going on inside the park itself if you're in the game. Right. And you had to buy a special pass to get into it and all this other wait, stuff. Wait, wait, so, so, so if like, if like you were trying to get like a, like a Charizard or something or a Charmander and you're trying to catch it in real life, would they set up like an inflatable volcano or something so that yes. when you point your camera at it, <laughs> yes. you'll see a real life volcano and yes. then animated. Aww. Yeah, they made different areas it. that were different environments for different Pokemon. So they had an ice That's area cool. that was actually like, um, do you remember the snow that used to fall on Wanadu? <laughs> Oh, oh, like the soapy snow? Yeah, like soapy, soapy snow. snow. Right. Soapy snow. Don't okay. inhale that. Don't inhale it. Nope, you're anywhere. Don't let, don't let it touch your eyes soapy either. Snow. Right. Don't yeah. let it touch your skin, your eyes. You know what? Just leave. Yes. <laughs> Immediately, it's toxic. <laughs> leave. Because they were doing it outdoors, it was nowhere near as bad. And they had an entire stretch of the park that was all winter themed. So only ice Pokemon okay. and frost Pokemon were there. They had an entire area that was uh, all uh, sand and desert. 
So all the deserts or the, the, the Pokemon, they had a, that a whole, great. it was so cute. They had a, a, a creepy woods kind of area where they made it all decked out. So it looked like a spooky area. Aww. So all the ghost Pokemon were there and it was yeah. darker sounds there. Like actual real life Pokemon. It was like they it put was. like, they, they like strung across like the fake cobwebs all throughout the trees. Wow. And everything. It looked so cool. They built like an old well where if like you were what? looking for something like a Gengar would pop up there. And the idea was so that you'd take a picture with it looking with, you could yeah. take the picture with yourself in it too. Like you hand your phone to somebody else. And it was and- a lot of fun. Oh, I guess people dress up for this as well, dress up like trainers and all yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. At this time, did had they um, added ways for you to verse other trainers? Like, actually, your Pokemon can fight their Pokemon? Is that a thing? Okay, so uh, we went, so we were actually able to go in 2019. Okay. Uh, the last one they were actually able to do in person. Right. Um, we did, Obviously, we didn't know that at the time. But we were able to go to Chicago and actually do this. And so... That was the year they introduced that. Okay. They introduced oh. uh, uh, PvP, you know, player versus player yeah. inside the game. So they actually did have tournaments going on oh, wow. at that so time cool. that you could verse with people. And it was actually like a ladder. I just want to be that that guy in the weird hat at the crossroads <laughs> with a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, but and, and it was such a huge sense of community because this entire park really is just for Pokemon people. Mm-hmm. And they have... And so there's there's different teams in it as well. There's Instinct, which is yellow. There is uh, Mystic, which is blue. My team. That is, yeah, Yay, that's, our, that's my do. team as well. And then there is Valor. Valor, which is red. So there's three different teams. So inside the actual park, they actually had team like lounges. set lounges Aww. where what? if you're from that team, you could just lounge in there. And, <laughs> and, and they had like, they had, like trivia going the trivia whole going day. On, yeah. So you could win stuff if you were hanging out in the lounge and you answered the questions. You could win like headphones or T-shirts or like stickers or it was a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I imagine like you have to like prove yourself to get in. I know you could just like look at your phone, but if, I want there to be like a, like a special handshake or like you have to like open up your vest and there's like an insignia <laughs> oh, or so cool. like something to be like at it. any point. Were you able to attack any of the other teams? <laughs> uh, with your Pokemon, yes. With yourself, <laughs> with no. Your I mean, you could, but you would get arrested. Uh, <laughs> oh, there was there was a decent amount of security everywhere, which was almost funny because it looked like it was unnecessary. Nobody was doing anything aside from walking around, looking at their phone. Like, there's this beautiful fountain. No one is looking at the fountain. No one cares about everything going on in the park. Were the security all identical twin sisters that are dressed up in police uniforms? (laughs) I think you're right. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. They had set up this area where it was for trading. And since people from all over the world would come to Chicago for GoFest, you would have people who had regionals from their end of town. And they would hand you little signs that said what you were looking for and what you were willing to trade as well. So people could meet up in these areas and then trade Pokemon. And that was when we learned there was like all sorts of like things we didn't know about like levels and like level ones are perfect in some way and like if you had a relicant you could have whatever you wanted if people wanted to give you their firstborn they would trade you that for a <laughs> take them it was it was really amazing it was yeah, this sounds like an like a straight up theme park it like was a straight up disney style theme park it was it was like because the park is like an, a mile or two long at least mm-hmm. and um and it was huge and like like joe was saying that there's a giant fountain in the middle if you remember mary with children it's that fountain from the opening theme song okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful fountain in person this is my first time in chicago yeah and so it was beautiful like everything was really nice the weather was perfect um and i just couldn't believe how much work they put into a kid's game (laughs) (laughs) even though like there was a lot of kids around but 
a lot of them are our age and like yeah, I mean, twenty something. That's a, the magic of Pokemon. It's it's been around for so long that like the target audience is our our kids and adults who are kids playing Pokemon. It, it it hits who now have kids who are playing Pokemon. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, it's it perfect. is. It is. Uh, so yeah, I think Pokemon Go Fest was my highlight of Pokemon Go in general. Gotcha. Um, I'm really sad that they or at least the last year and a half or two years they haven't been able to do one because of right. you know the pandemic and everything. It's been a uh, virtual. It's been virtual. So how like, does that work? Given what I just heard about 2019, how do they make that work with? Like, yeah, how, with, did, how did the last one work? So like so like um, so in 2019 we went in person. They would have like special quests going on. Like hey, t- uh, catch you know ten frost type Pokemon or ice type Pokemon and uh-huh. then take a picture of it inside the area. Okay. And so, you know, you do like a whole bunch of those and then you get a special Pokemon at the end. Okay. So this year they had that as well. However, it's just like, Hey, catch 10 of these types of Pokemon and then, you know, take a picture of it. But they had like special things going around all over the world. So like, mm. um, instead of it just oh. being inside the park, like say in person, you uh-huh. had to have the ticket. And the only way you could see the things going on is if you had bought a ticket and were in the park at the same time. Whereas now, okay. if you bought your ticket, it was everywhere you went. There, there okay. was a park near oh, your okay, house. Gotcha. Okay. That park had different stops okay. and different things Specific in it that to, were just correct. like GoFest. They just weren't decked out, obviously, right. like okay. GoFest. And they, they did a really good job the last two years doing this virtually. And I, I actually, to, to honestly, I hope they keep it. Because I we couldn't get tickets right. for the first right. two uh, yeah. GoFest. And I was actually really upset because at that point, we were really heavily into the game. And it was so, ca- you had to cap the, the tickets. It was so hard to get them. Revenue wise, that's got to be a better move. It has to be. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have your Chicago in real right. life, whatever. But then everyone else around the world right. who can't make a plane get to get on a plane could do that. Right. That, the special that's a are cute, and they're so adorable. Yeah. And like, it was just one of those every time. Everything we went out and did, and, bo- and it's two days, so it's not just one day. So the first day isn't the is like usually like the catch day where it's like about finding the end game Pokemon, like the mm-hmm. big one that you could only get if you did Go Fest. Mm-hmm. And the second day is usually, or at least the last two years, the second day has been more about playing with other people, even if you're playing from your car. Mm-hmm. It's about raiding. It's about doing things together and, and meeting goals to be able to like unlock things for later in the year. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I really like the the new virtual version of it. I, I think it's fantastic. And I think it still was kind of, we, we didn't go anywhere super busy the first day of GoFest this last year, uh, or last week actually. Uh, the second day, the second day was all raids, so we went to where people would be, and it was still really nice to see like a ton of cars Aww. and still people walking around, but not as many. And it's, it, like it used to be in this one place, there would be hundreds of people walking yeah. around all day long for GoFest, mm-hmm. and this time it was more like there's a hundred cars that definitely have a bunch of people in them, and they're all <laughs> having a really good time. But maybe there's like fifty people walking around, and it was just cute. Like raids would pop off, and then immediately they would fill up with twenty people, twenty people, twenty people trying to do them. And ever since they in- instituted the remote raid passes, the game has become so much more fun. Because yeah. now our friends don't have to get together to play. And we-, we still have a group chat with a bunch of us that play. And one of us will be like, hey, I- this popped up near my house. Do you guys want to play? And we're like, yeah. yeah. Send me that remote know. raid pass. Send me the invite. I'll, I'll do that with you. Yeah. So. And yeah, th- that was a great feature that they added last year where it was before you had to all be together. Like you literally had to be within the same vicinity. You had to be able to be at the gym itself in order to do a battle there. You'd basically have to hold hands. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now with the remote raid passes, you know, like Joe was saying, hey, we have a, you know, a, Zer- uh, a Zapdos here, you know, hey. Um, and then you can invite your friends. You can invite That's up cool. to five people. And as long as they have a remote raid pass, they can they can come in and do it with you. So that was one of the great things that during the during the lockdown was that we were all still able to battle with each other, even though we were tens of twenties, you know, hundreds of miles away, whatever. So yeah. in short, Pokemon Go Fast twenty twenty one. Thumbs up, thumbs down. How do we feel about it? I had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time. I it loved was good. it. 
I uh, they awesome. added a new thing in the last I think just the last few weeks. Um, if you're in a gym and you're rating and you got remote remote rated in, they have different uh, titles for what you could do in it. If you're the last person who took something down, if you took the final strike or if you did the most damage, one of the things is a uh, traveler. And like in one of the raids I was in, I was 1,600 miles away from kilometers, the, kilometers, oh. sorry, kilometers away. And I, I didn't realize that there's a bunch of people that I interact with on a, almost a daily basis that I met at GoFest in 2019. Aww. There's a couple we met while we were in Japan. We were sitting in front of a shrine and it was a raid. And we're like, oh, let's do the raid. And we stopped. We stopped there. We started raiding. And then we noticed two more people popped into the lobby with us. And then we look like literally five feet away from us. They're standing on the other side of the shrine. And is this, this nice couple that was playing and they were like hey do you guys want to be friends and i send gifts to them from this side of the world every single day yeah. so it's, it's oh. pokemon go is just a beautiful game and i i love what it's done yeah so. and it was great especially because at that point you could only there was no rebate remote raid passes so somebody else was in the raid with us obviously they're around us right so, so we did the look up they did the look up because like oh there's also other people here and we started looking around. i was like oh. hey there you go you beat the eyes yep <laughs> Hassel, I've noticed you've gotten very quiet and you continually, you're, you're looking down a lot. I am, yeah. What, what, you, what you doing? What, what, what you, you doing there? Um, so I've had a Charmander run away from me now. Oh. Okay. Um, I've also haven't necessarily uh, re, like gotten used to the whole payment system. So I feel like I've already spent about 20 bucks in it and I've just been sitting <laughs> here for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, i i am an adult and i cannot figure this out but i i will catch pokemon i promise you um speaking of being an adult i also am an adult and i bought a far-fetched leak and an egg incubator backpack about a month ago and they got here about a week ago so i you know what i'm with you i'm an adult the the leak is a life-size leak it's three feet long and it's in the shape of a leak because of far-fetched in the game that's amazing great Wait, hang on a second. I, I do have a question about that before before we go off. Uh, Farfetch, sure. wasn't when the game first came out, wasn't he a region specific Pokemon? Yes, he was. He is still a region locked Pokemon to Japan, oh. and he was one of the hardest ones to get in the whole game because he didn't spawn everywhere. He only spawned in big cities, and every once in a blue moon, like a lot of the other regionals. But uh, at one point, I think it was the year two or year three, they did a specialty thing with your friends. If you if you open gifts from your friends, they could have eggs in them that were the yellow ones, and they were seven kilometer uh, hatch eggs. Yeah, those for a little while could be regional exclusives, and it was only it could be Kangas, it could be Mister Mime, it could be uh, Farfetched, or it could be uh, Tauros. Tauros. Yeah, the one that we so, have. the one that we have. So you can still that still happens now. But mm-hmm. the far-fetched you get now is the one with the giant leak that can turn into surfetched, and it's the only way you can make a surfetched is by getting the one with the giant leak. Yeah. Wow, That's I feel amazing. like you just explained like calculus to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like straight up, no, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Just you were chalkboard. so confident. I saw every single egg on that chalkboard. Amazing. I got you. I'll take but, you to Farfetch class. Yeah. <laughs> and Pokemon Go is not the only one in it. It's just, you know, the one we have the most, I think a lot of people have the most memories from, especially from that first summer. Uh, but they've yeah. also had, like we said, they had the Harry Potter game, which I, I think you played a bit of, right, Manda? I did. Fantastic Peace and Where to Find Them, the game. <laughs> the game. <laughs> you, and how you was sound, that? You sound like you're selling it like super hardcore right now. You're like, I'm oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm not. That, that Harry um, Potter game. To be to be honest, it, it it hit the it hit the loop that that all of these games eventually hit for me. 
um, in that I, I played it for a certain amount of time and then an event came up that I was very excited about um, and I had done everything up to that event and then I looked at the amount of things that I would have to do Oof. in order to do that and I was just like this is this is ridiculous <laughs> like there's no I don't mind working a little harder to not spend money or I don't mind spending like two dollars if it's going to make me happy but I just looked at the sheer amount of either money they wanted me to spend yeah. or time and it was just like Nah, like I, I had to cast like 50 unicorns. So it was like one in every 70 things I see is a unicorn. I was oh. like, I just don't want to do that, uh, which is a bummer mm. because the story was really interesting and the, 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 the loop was fun, but. Just didn't get you. Yeah, how do you guys feel about purchases in these types of games? Because uh, they are free, but in order to get like additional like Pokeballs, like if you aren't able to go out and spin stops and gyms, you run out of Pokeballs, so you have to buy them. Right. Or if you want more inventory space, you can purchase that. And that's how it yeah. is in a lot of these games. Yeah, these games don't escape the parts of mobile free uh, app games that I dislike already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the the freemium idea of, hey, you have this thing, or we're going to lock it, and you're, you're going to do a thing, we're going to lock it, it's going to take 20 minutes, or if you pay us money, it's going to take one minute, or three hours, and we'll get it done in 10 if you pay us money. Uh-huh. Or, or, or the other other uh, types where you have like energy and you have to you can only use so much and then you have to wait a long time before it's back. Uh, I get it because hey, the game is free, so I understand they have to find some way to make money in it. But those things always kind of grate on me over time. So my 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 pension for playing games like that is just kind of smaller and smaller. It was its biggest with Pokemon Go. I played that as well, and I think they actually designed it really nicely so you can get a lot of game out of it. But I felt like um, the Harry Potter uh, Wizard game and uh, and even the Monster hit, well, the Monster Slayer one, the Witcher one that we're playing now, definitely I felt that wall. I hit that wall quicker. Okay, and then uh, and that just makes me feel like well. Nah, thanks. Yeah, I, I've yeah, been yeah. down this road, and I've played a really good one of you all of these games, and I don't, I don't think I, I, I can't. I, that's where I usually end up falling off yeah. early on. And and sometimes it's unfortunate because like the game will be great for one person because they're location based, and it'll be terrible for another person. I, I stopped playing Pokemon because I, I, I mean, there are only so many places I could walk near the house, and I did the full loop, and I couldn't get enough pokeballs to continue to play it's like in order to enjoy this i would have to spend money every day to play it and it was like it just wasn't it wasn't balanced out for me but i knew other people that just because of where they live they had more stuff nearby oh yeah and i was like that's not the game's fault i just don't live in a good area for this game i got to a place with it where um so the reason that i wound up stopping playing is because uh, for a little while was because a hurricane came through and i couldn't spin a poker stop literally one day I spun a Pokestop every single day in that game for like three and a half years. Wow. <laughs> like, like that's ju- it was just something I did. I would take a walk and I would always make sure I walked over to the park near that, that had three Pokestops at it and I would stand there for 10 minutes, spin three stops two or three times, then go back home and catch Pokemon the whole way. We would go on trips and if we were ever on a, a international flight, I would make a point of saying wherever we are, I need to find a Pokestop before we get on that 12-hour flight because by the time it touched <laughs> down, it will be a different day and I'm not missing a day. Nice. That worked really well for years and then Hurricane Irma happened and then yeah. and then I had to miss a day because you can't go outside. Right. You can't walk around and I completely agree. It has to do with your location. If I lived in New York and there was a Nor'easter, who cares? It doesn't matter where you are. There's a Pokestop on every single corner. Yeah. Right. But if you live anywhere that has anywhere near 
suburbia of any kind or if you live in the middle of like the midwest there are stretches of tons of miles where like you it's not like you can just play the game whenever you want to and i and i kind of agree with you too for i feel like the paywall on pokemon was a lot lower like you could continue playing mm-hmm. i would make brian usually i'd be like hey when he was done playing this game I'd be like hey you want to hit up mullins it's got like 30 pokestops in. <laughs> like we're gonna go on a trip and i want to make sure i have enough pokeballs so i don't have to buy pokeballs because mm-hmm. i i have never bought pokeballs in this game but pokemon go has bought has taken more money is the most expensive game i've ever played same yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is, i would i would buy like i would throw like 20 bucks to it before we go on a trip so i could have raid passes or so I could have incubators because I'm walking around so much. And I really right. like hatching eggs. That's like the thing that I really love in the game. Yeah, we would chalk it up to like, this is part of our vacation. Like this is right. vacation yeah. money. Yeah. You know, Usually we're going to, we're going to allocate, game. yeah, we're going to allocate 50 to 100 bucks. Yeah. And, and it's going to bring, going to yeah. bring you a, a right. lot of fun while you're there. And exactly. I think that's the ideal balance is like, um, like I, I spent $5 in The Witcher when it started because I was like, I can't be a Witcher without a silver sword. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, right. So I don't mind paying five bucks for a game that I'm going to play. Yeah. But I think where it, where it's good is when you are spending that and you're having like a, a moment of enjoyment. Where it's bad is where you feel like you have to spend it even to play it. Yes. Right. It's like I think yeah. what what killed Harry Potter for us is Troy spent two dollars in the game. Oh, more and than then that. immediately lost. Yeah. And it was just Aww. like I spent two dollars to try this thing, and then it was like gambling. It was yeah, over it was in a, like a yeah. second, wow. and then all oh. the, he didn't even get the thing. Wow. I, I vaguely remember the the battle system in that where it was like different. It was chance. It was di- yeah, it was really chance. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I remember, I remember doing that, and I was like, "All right, I spent. I was gonna spend money until I, I got it, mm-hmm. and then I spent it, and then I just didn't get it. And I, I don't know. I might have been close to twenty bucks in, and I'm like, I'm literally gambling. Like yeah. I'm literally in a casino. Except if I win, I'm not getting any money back. <laughs> 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 and then I was just done. I was just kind of done with the with the format. Yeah. After that. As someone who uh, just recently spent uh, $20 in this game <laughs> and, who will, and who will definitely be disputing that charge with uh, Apple support, um, I, <laughs> I think I, I don't like pay-to-play things. Like especially, yeah. especially when it comes to like, hey, you want to be good at this? You want to beat this? Well, you know, give us some money. Like that's my biggest problem. Like, Oh my god, it's going back to FIFA. This is my biggest yeah. problem with like yeah, this is the biggest problem with FIFA Ultimate Team. Like you have these kids who have spent hundreds if not thousands of dollars on packs and building their ultimate team. So yeah, obviously they have like all of these superstars and like all of these historic players and you're not going to be able to beat them and it and the game is no longer fun at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that before, like the idea that I'm, I guess for me, it's like I'm okay if it's cosmetic. I'm okay if it makes you get experience faster. But if you literally are paying money to be more powerful, uh, then like what's the what's the point? What's right. the point? Yeah. yeah, I agree. If you're going up against other players, I, I feel like if you're oh, paying yeah. to be more yeah. powerful and it's a single player experience and you're just like, you're just honoring your time. <laughs> if it's like, yeah. hey, I don't want to spend the, the, the 12 days to get this. I'll just pay for it now. Then that's up to you. You do you. But when it comes to like, you're gonna do that. Like in, in your case, uh, uh, Hassel, like you're doing that. You're gonna ruin else. You're gonna ruin someone else's experience because right. of that. I feel like think about think about if a a like say like you know a nine ten year old was in that position where you know they spent their allowance on this game on like the Harry Potter game, and the very next thing that happens is they lose that. Yeah. Like, how heartbreaking is that? Yep. Right. Yeah. It's, like yeah, you're absolutely right. That, that's crazy. 
but yeah, and then they've also had other types of these types of games. So they had uh, Minecraft as well. Yes. Had one of these. Uh, Joe and I played that for about a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, the problem with those games for me, and it's it's directly because of Pokemon Go, I didn't want to share my time. Yeah. Right. We would go to, like, I can only play one of these at a time, and playing Minecraft right. was cutting into, maybe there was a Pokemon I didn't have wherever we were driving, So I, but I'm not looking at Pokemon. Right. And so I'm looking at Minecraft instead. For me, that was like, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Like, it's like one or one or none. I it's, never even thought about the idea of playing multiple types, <laughs> like multiple games of these at one time. Uh-huh. It was hard. Wouldn't it be cost effective? Like you go to one place Very. and you get like three different right. games. Can you can like satisfy their goals? And and to be honest, most of the Niantic ones, they're all the same thing in each game. Right. right. So yeah. everywhere you went, it pretty much as long as it was in Ingress, it's in those other games. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. That, that makes sense. Why Witcher isn't putting me in um, points because it's not by Niantic. They so don't have They're that. not sending me to Starbucks because yeah. they don't have that data. Right. Have exactly. that. It is based on Google Maps though. So like, why can't Google Maps send me to businesses? But you know. Because <laughs> those businesses didn't pay enough money I, I, to right. a degree. That probably is part of it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, that's not why I'm not going to Starbucks because I'm sure Starbucks got that dollar dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this is a uh, this was a great discussion. Yeah, y'all. yeah. I think to take away anything from all of these games is I do like the notion of getting you out of the house. I think that that is such a great way to do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like 2016, that summer where Pokemon Go came out, that was the most I've ever walked in my entire life. Boom. Yeah, but like we're in Florida and it is hot. It's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. It was it was 91 degrees it's today. So hot. It's so hot. I do. I, I agree with you. I'm I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. The the walking is great, yeah. but but sometimes it's day hot. one for Pokemon Go was the first time I'd I'd ever been in San Francisco. And I was on like the pier walk all oh the way my down, God, that's wow. awesome. and it was like Pokemon everywhere. And I was explaining to my to to my friend who I was with like what what this is all about and and all that. And so I got to like bring someone new into Pokemon, look at Pokemon, and experience San Francisco for the first time. We walked all day. It was like a nice seventy two the whole time. It's so beautiful. Oof. I came back home after that trip to Mandy, where we're like Pokemon, let's Pokemon. go. We walked for like fifteen minutes, and we're like, oh gosh, oh gosh, what are we doing? <laughs> It's not worth it. Squirtle's not worth it. He's not worth it. So hot. There was yeah. a there was a, a person who lives down here who created one of the Pokemon trackers for so like it was a it's a website that kind of breaks the game. It was, it tells you and shows you where everything is, how long it's going to be there, what that cool. thing's IVs was. You would see like an unknown popped up, and like you would our friends would be like, "Yo, an unknown just popped up," and like you couldn't find them anywhere. And it was like, who wants to go? Someone's got to go. And then, like, everybody, like, you'd see, like, 40 cars show up in one place. And it, it was, like, magic. Yeah. But I, I kind of wish the other games had something like that, too. Sure. Because it's not that I want to cheat. It's not that I want to, the game to be broken or anything. It's just some people, though, they play and, and they only have a lot of amount of time. Yeah. So, like, Witcher, you can only walk so much. In Florida, you can only walk so much. Well, at least with the Witcher... It, it does do that. So it is doing you, that? Oh, that's you, cool. You can yeah. see, oh, okay. So that, that's the circle thing. Yeah, you have the small circle that's closest to you, and then those are the monsters you can fight. But for probably a mile, you can mile. see all of the monsters. Yeah. And that's if you really click cool. on them, they'll tell if you if you fought one before, they'll tell you what it is. Cool. So they're like, oh, I, I, a Wervin popped up over there. And actually, um, you could spend... Oh, sorry, I'm getting way too deep into this. Hit but me. you can use a potion to um, see the different types of monsters. So you can click all monsters, 
common monsters, rare monsters, and then legendaries. So you can drink a potion and be like, are there any legendaries near me? Or are there any rares near me? So if I only had 15 minutes to play, I'm going to pop this potion and then be like, okay, the rares are over here. So I'll go over here, get those two rares, then I'll be done for the day or what that's have you. That's cool. Yeah, that's really nice. It's a really good part of the game, actually. Yeah. And it makes sense, too, because I think it's a, uh, what, Witcher Sense or something like that is what they call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So Th- That's what his medallion does in the video game. It's yeah. like, oh, I know where monsters are. Exactly. Um, so I didn't like, oh. delete it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be downloading try. it soon. <laughs> yeah. It, it's interesting, especially because of the twist. Instead of catching monsters, you're slaying them. I and am kind of interested. interested in the story. Yeah. I, I hope this catches on, but but you have Pokemon Go, and I think this should be called Witchymon Go because you're you're Witchy a Witcher Mon-Go. monster hunter, so you're a Witcher because but Pokemon is po- pocket monster, and now you're a Witcher monster. Witchymon. So Witchymon. Witchital monsters. <laughs> Witchymon are the That's champions. That's for the internet. I hope this it is a, This is you expanding the Go universe. Like yeah, Pokemon Go, Witchymon Go, and next we're going to have like Digimon Go. And it's just gonna I be, it's gonna would be play Digimon Go. <laughs> I think a lot of people would play Digimon Go. Yeah. Because <laughs> that actually makes sense because it's in the digital world. <gasps> <laughs> what? What? But this was an amazing discussion with y'all. I'm, I'm glad we got to hear all of your experiences, all the different types of games. I know they're going to be coming out with more of these as well. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, I think. Oh, that's right. They will. That's well. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. I can't play two of these at once. That's right. Yeah. There was also a Ghostbusters one. I forgot <gasps> about that one. That Ghostbusters one was Ghostbusters. Would be great. Yeah, Ghostbusters one was okay. So the thing is, so the problem I found with all the new ones, sorry to, to stop trying, <laughs> side trying again. The problem was with all the with all the new ones is that they kind of start from the base level. Oh, like yeah. whereas Pokemon Go, that was a new experience, and even though basically you could only catch Pokemon, which is fine because that's still your childhood. And right. so, but by the time these new ones came out, Pokemon had evolved so much. Yeah. <laughs> evolved. Uh, uh-huh. Pokemon had, had, you know, added so many new features that when these new ones came out, it was just like, oh. You can't do is, anything. You can't do else. anything yeah. in this. You started yeah. developing this when Pokemon was popular, but now it's been a few years, but you're still, now you're fewer years behind. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's just not a lot of features with these newer ones. And that's what, that was the problem with like Minecraft and, and a couple of other ones where it's just like, there's just not a whole lot to do right now. I'm sure in a couple of years, these are going to be amazing. But right now, I have Pokemon Go. I could just do all these other things in. Yeah, I definitely saw Witcher come out. And they, they announced it at WitcherCon. And it was just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now? now? You're going to release that now? Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but y'all, this was a great discussion. I'm so glad we got to to, to talk back and forth and all this other jazz. Uh, but unfortunately, this brings to the end of this week's episode. But you can always find us online. That's right. Make sure to check us out on Twitter, on Instagram, on Discord, and Twitch. We are online all, all throughout the week. All throughout the week. And you can find us at Taste of Dragons everywhere. That's we'd, right. We'd love to hear from you. And we're also on a podcast this week, still <gasps> loading... We have been invited onto one of their podcasts again. Ooh, so we're, we're guesting it up. We're guesting it up again. Uh, Joe and myself uh, are going to be on this week's episode, which was also released today. Oh, what? and it's all about Animal Crossing. In case you guys are missing, turn Beautiful. up for what? So finish <laughs> listening to this podcast and then immediately start listening to that podcast. Yes, yes. Immediately. And is it like uh, 
personal yes. stories from Animal Crossing or going through the history of Animal Crossing? It's personal stories. So mm-hmm. um, there's actually, it's a two-part episode. Uh, so the first half is with another creator mm-hmm. uh, or another podcaster, I should mm-hmm. say. And then the second half is with Joe and myself. That's awesome. And we're talking about, you know, our our, our podcast ter- our journey and then our actual video game journey as well with uh, with Animal Crossing. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Go check out Still Loading Podcasts. Follow them. Listen to their episodes. Uh, he's great. He's amazing. He's he's a lot of fun. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste of Dragon. Have a great week, everyone. I'm ready to go. Why do you guys think a, a team of Witchers playing FIFA would be like? What? Uh, better yet, uh, what if I develop FIFA Go? <gasps> How are you just soccer? soccer? soccer. Wait, wait. Go to a soccer field. We can just play soccer. I'm insulted that you said better yet. (laughs) (laughs) Mana wants to see a team of witchers playing soccer. There would be so much ignis on that field if witchers were playing. It's a scorched field. Oh my god, yes, the ignis. Shut up, you don't know what that means. (laughs) Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's taste.